0: Well, greetings. I'm Jim McGinnis, sitting here in the Florida room. The rain kind of chased me in from the porch, but that's all right. That's okay. I like it here. Um, I wrote most of this earlier this year. Um, Like most stories, um, it is a convergence of several things. A few books I've read, a tragedy or two, Memories of some people I knew and loved, including my grandfather. He sneaks in there. And a couple other disturbing developments that have kept me awake at night. In one of the characters, C.R., there is a whole lot of my brother-in-law, Roger Collier. I've been blessed with some very, very great brothers-in-law, friends and mentors. Roger, what a character. What a force of nature. The moment I started writing about CR, I realized that Roger had both the credentials and the type personality to say what CR needed to say. He had the leverage. He could pull it off. He also had a porch presence. If you know what I mean? Anyway, we lost Roger last summer. And... Even though I shared a draft of this work with some of you, I felt like scrapping it out of love and respect for him and my sister Rini. Um It just felt incomplete. I. It felt as if I was stealing part of him. You know, there's so much to his story, and I was cherry-picking part of it. But I talked to my sister, and she thought he'd be cool with it. So... After thinking about it for a while, here is a story I need to tell. And I needed Roger to help me tell it. It's called Unstuck. And to borrow from Hemingway, what parts are true? All of it is true. Unstuck. There he was, out on the porch, when I pulled up. C.R. didn't seem to notice me. He rocked away the summer morning with his German Shepherd pup, slowly sipping on his tea with the spoon still in the cup. You'll put your eye out, I warned him. But he didn't seem to care. He just patted the dog and sang a song to someone who wasn't there. "Jeanie, won't you lay with me and scratch my back a while? whispered in my ear sweet things. It made me smile. Ever since he quit the booze, he sits out here and reads the news and worries about his country. C.R. flies a little flag on a stick taped to the lamppost. A Christmas wreath still graced the door. Finding nothing to fall back upon, he dropped the paper on the floor. Sean, he said, They're taking books right off the shelf, and I don't feel so good myself. Staring out in the sunburned lawn, he kept on rocking, rocking on. Still talking, a bobcat killed the rooster down at Honest John's. I wasn't sure what to say or just how I should respond, but I promised I could buy him a flag of decent size. He told me not to bother, and he wiped the water from his eyes. I figure anybody who can fly a great big flag can fly a great small one, gazing out toward my truck. A little girl gave me that one at the Veterans Day Parade. She sat down right beside me on the curb and drank her lemonade. We spoke of kindness, love, and beauty in the universe displayed. Then he sang another song. Billy Pilgrim, they will burn you. Just you wait and see. It seems you've made the list of moms for liberty. Guilty of the heinous crime of coming all unstuck in time. Billy, you've been a friend to me. Is that UCR, coming all unstuck, I asked. I recognized the line from a book he made me read in high school. I guess, he answered. But Vonnegut was with your pop in World War II. A nightmare. No big deal, they said, just what they had to do. Billy, he won't work on Maggie's farm, and he sure won't study war no more. I leaned on the post and nodded, but I couldn't really comprehend. And C.R. sang his verse again. And then, for the first time, at least with me, he spoke of Vietnam. They drafted you right out of school, I asked. Who told you that? My mom. Yeah, I won the lottery. Number 93. Spec 4 25th Infantry. He talked about Long bin and Coo chi LZs and IEDs and losing two friends from Indiana. Sleeping in the rice fields to hear Charlie coming out. Diddy mile, the GIs shout. Dinky-dow and getting out of here somehow before he turned twenty-one. I made six fifty a month, sent all but forty of it home, except for the time I went to Australia. You went to Australia? Hell, that was fifty years ago. Everybody was talking Thailand. Said Australia was way too far for just a week on R and I had my heart all set on Sydney though. Spent a week with an older woman there, don't you know? He shook his head and laughed. I told C.R. that I once had a science teacher who served, a helicopter pilot. He had an eye patch and a scar down the side of his face, looked like a pirate. Taught politics at the drop of a hat, called himself a Southern Democrat. I forgot I remembered him. He was always walking around swinging his old baseball bat. Offered no war stories, said he was just glad to be alive, one of the last to leave Saigon in 1975, before it fell. It was quiet for a time. Neither of us said a thing. Both of us sweat the sweat that summer brings. But afraid he couldn't hear the songbirds sing, C.R. refused to use the fan I gave him. He stared out again across the lawn, kept on rocking, rocking on, seemed to comfort him. But then he stopped. She wore a yellow sundress. Who? The little girl with the flag, Dawn. She said her name was Dawn. I like that name. Last week, a shooter walked into her school and now she's gone. What? Along with 20 others. She's gone. What am I supposed to do with that? I asked after a moment. I don't know. CR raised his index finger. Then he got up and walked inside without completely straightening up. The dog followed. He returned with a ragged journal and some reading glasses and read to me Vonnegut Be soft. Do not let the world make you hard. Do not let the pain make you hate. Don't let the bitterness steal your sweetness. Take pride that even though the rest of the world may disagree, you still believe it to be a beautiful place. C.R. closed his journal and started rocking again. I was flooded with thoughts of children and forgotten old men and books in America getting banned. The fact I didn't understand stirred me now. I wanted to cry, but I didn't know how. So I stood there, still leaning behind my thin disguise. Plows were building now out in the western skies, and a breeze began to blow. Jeannie, won't you lay with me? Scratch my back a while. Whisper in my ear, sweet things that make me smile. Fair winds.